Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And hello once again, Chris Malone, 98.5 KTK Morning Show. Here is your recap for Thursday, January 26, 2023. We've known about it for a while. Netflix had been kind of dangling the carrot on a string in front of us saying, hey, soon we're going to start enforcing you not to be sharing your password. And they mentioned this uh, last year. They said they were working on a on a beta program that would, uh, in essence, kick people off that are watching your Netflix account away from your home because they use the IP addresses of your computer and what have you, um, and some other technologies. Uh, they're working on uh, even, uh, you know, kind of sending a little warnings to you saying, hey, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, you need to go ahead and start your own account. They told us everything except when this would occur, and it looks like as of yesterday's, or rather last week's, earnings report, um, they are looking at the uh, paired, sharing, uh, paired sharing system, which is where, um, let's say, you have an account and your kids in Boston have an, uh, use your password. Instead of them using your password, it's got free. They you would charge. Uh, they charge you like four dollars a month for the extra password, which isn't as much as the full membership. Membership, but it is something. Uh, they're looking at implementing this in the latter portion of Q1 2023, which means sometime in March is when they're going to do this. So kind of get uh, prepared for that one. So if you believe that potatoes are the starchy sin sin of unhealthy foods. Uh, you're wrong. Um, I, of course, it's kind of easy to think that the, it is a, a kind of a bad food, mainly because how we consume it. Potatoes are the number one consumed vegetable in the United States of America. The problem is most of those potatoes are deep fried in the form of potato chips or French fries. And of course, we know that that's not the best thing for us to eat all the time. But if you're talking about a baked potato or a roast potato, uh, they are absolutely delicious and now that the low carb craze seems to be fading from the pop culture carb uh, carbs aren't so bad and let's be honest uh, a large potato has about 64 grams of carb but that's still only about 20 percent of your recommended carb content for your day for a healthy diet that's not bad we're talking about a huge potato that probably would serve as a meal just by itself uh besides those carbs you've got about eight grams of protein eight grams of fiber which of course we all need and a little uh, less than a gram of fat which is fantastic what's probably the biggest surprise with potatoes is they're packed with nutrition 33 percent of your daily uh intake of potassium is in a large potato 64 percent of your di- daily vitamin b6 intake and sit back although citrus gets all the glory of vitamin c your potato has 81 percent of your daily volume maximum uh, or allotted uh, usage or uh, intake of vitamin C. 
That's pretty impressive, don't you think? So stop lumping in potatoes with white bread and other refined carbohydrate, uh, carbohydrate sources nutritionally. Here's something to think about. Nutritionally, your potato is more along the lines of quinoa or brown rice or other whole grains. Good stuff. Hey, if you are um, a fan of Celsius energy drinks, then you may want to put your hand into the pot to um, take some of the money that's been uh, settled out of a class action lawsuit um, that just settled. Uh, because uh, the, the the claim was is that uh, uh, citrus energy drinks uh, had a misleading label because they said that their product contained, quote, no preservatives, even though they contained citric acid. Citric acid, according to the government, is a preservative, even though uh, the, the Celsius energy drink people said citric acid was there for flavor, not to be used as a preservative. But in any case... They admit no wrongdoing, although they are paying money to make this thing go away. And that's how you can get upwards of $250 if you purchased uh, a Celsius or were a fan of them between January 1st, 2015 and November 23rd, 2022. Now, granted, these are people who um, have receipts or proof of purchases all the way back from 2015. If you don't have that, you're more likely to get some words of upwards of 20 bucks. But stay, hey, it's 20 bucks. Why not take advantage of this? Uh, in order to file a claim uh, to get uh, your, uh, your 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 portion of the settlement, you need to do it by February 13th and go to the website claims.celsiusclassactionsettlement.com. Claims.celsiusclassactionsettlement.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's talk about home fitness because that's January is the month that we generally think about fitness because that's one of our New Year's resolutions. And uh, one of the, the the staples of a home gym is the treadmill or is it the elliptical? Which one? Uh, the good news is that either machine is going to give you a great cardio um, uh, workout. So it really just comes down to your preference. Um, if your goal is looking for safety, um, then you probably want to go with the elliptical, which is probably going to be your best bet. But if you want to train, let's say, for a marathon or maybe a 5K, a treadmill might work better for you as well. But believe it or not, the decision to go with elliptical or treadmill may come more on non-fitness goals more than fitness, and it really comes down to the size of room that it's going into. Um, of course, ellipticals are generally narrower than the treadmill, which means at least on the floor space, it won't be taking up as much room. But... Keeping in mind that you'll be climbing stairs, or that's what the elliptical is supposed to be uh, mimicking, you'll need to have higher ceilings so you don't have a uh, risk of running too close to hurting your head. Um, and then probably a really good thing to consider doing is uh, considering uh, going to a gym and trying out the elliptical and the treadmill to see which one you prefer uh, best. Because a lot of times uh, gyms are offering like free memberships or discounted memberships for the month of January. And then finally, think about the noise level the machine will make, especially um, if you are going to be in a, an apartment or a townhome um, because they have thinner walls. And of course, a lot of machines going to make your, uh, make enemies of your neighbors. You don't want that. Not to mention if you uh, have smaller kids, a loud machine, 
generally is going to wake him up from naps, and you don't really need another excuse to skip from uh, from working out, do you? Um, generally, you're, when you're talking about where your money goes in these machines, the pricier models generally are built sturdier, and therefore they generally are quieter. Something to consider. All right, the question we asked um, is probably not as uh, controversial as the toilet paper over or under argument, but it is one that probably you've noticed the last time you went to a parking lot. You see some people that drive and park head in, and then you find people that back in to the parking spot. Which one's better for you? As you would imagine, there's been a lot of uh, studies done on this, and generally the consensus is that uh, when you're talking about safety and efficiency purposes, experts agree that usually backing into a parking spot is going to be better for you, mainly because when you are leaving your parking spot, you have a wider field of vision. Even though you have... um, Uh, backup cameras and sensors and what have you, it just makes it a little bit easier to have that wide field of vision when you are leaving. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's always the best way to park, especially if you're going to the grocery store for the week, uh, groceries for the week. Um, If you're backed in, well, that means the area you store the groceries, which is your trunk or the back of your SUV, that's uh, parked up right next to the front of another vehicle or the back of another vehicle, depending on how they park. So it makes it a little bit more difficult getting this, this, the, uh, the groceries in the car. <clears throat> Excuse me. But probably the biggest complaint about people who back into parking spots is generally they're, one, they're, they're too close either to one side or the other about the parking spot itself, <clears throat> which causes problems for people who are trying to get in their car, which could lead your car open to having some door dings as they try to get into uh, their car because you parked a little wonky in that parking spot. So they say until you get the real hang of backing into a parking spot, you may want to opt for spots further away from other cars where you can kind of freely get in and see how you did and maybe back in and out without really backing or clogging up too much traffic. And then finally, why is it iodine is put into table salt? Well, that is a really interesting story. Not really. It's not as interesting as perhaps having the expiration date on side of a bottle of salt, you know, the the leavings of ancient um, uh, (laughs) rivers and oceans, hundreds of thousands of years old. Somehow when it's put into a bottle, it's only good for two years in my cabinet. Of course, we've discussed that uh, before, but mainly it's, uh, there's one, I think New Jersey is the state, requires all food items to have an expiration of two years once it's been manufactured. Uh, So it's just a little bit easy for the manufacturer uh, to have one unified product versus having one product go to New Jersey and the other product going to everywhere else. They just label everything with a um, two-year expiration date. But not as interesting as that. But um, iodine's been in our salt since the 1920s because it's a micronutrient, which is uh, basically something that uh, helps with our thyroid functionality. And um, it's something we don't produce naturally. We get it from our food sources, such as saltwater fish, seaweeds, shellfish, yogurt, milk, eggs, cheese, and some other stuff as well. Uh, if you don't have enough iodine in your system, then you become iodine deficient, and that is where you can actually develop a goiter, which is going to be right into your your neck. Um, and and humanity has known about iodine before we knew what iodine was. I guess in early Chinese medical writings dating back approximately 3600 BCE, they were the first to report that uh, goiter size is actually decreased by people eating uh, seaweed with burnt sea sponge, which sounds absolutely delicious. Um, but why was it added to salt versus anything else? Well, in the early 20th century, iodine deficiency actually was a big thing. 
um, and especially for areas that were kind of away from uh, the coastline. In fact, uh, the interior northwest, uh, the upper Midwest, was known as the goiter belt because they were far away from the oceans and they didn't have any sort of uh, saltwater fish or seaweed or shellfish or something like that that would have uh, the component in salt that would... Um, uh, that, that that has iodine. So it makes kind of sense as well to put iodine in table salt that has, uh, is no longer there because it dried up with the, uh, with the ancient uh, seabeds. And the U.S., emulating the Swiss, decided to add iodine uh, in the form of potassium iodate in, uh, to salt in 1924. And it worked. The number of people that had goiters fell from 30% to just 2% in a 10-year period. Pretty impressive. But, you know, in the, uh, in the mid-1920s, diets weren't as um, varied as our diets today. In fact, they say a lot of times, uh, health experts say that you generally get enough iodine from just the normal foods that you eat, as long as you have a well-balanced diet. The only exception would be for pregnant women, especially if your doctor is concerned about low levels of iodine or having an iodine deficiency, which actually is the number one cause of having uh, a fetus retardation um, once it's born. So um, if you're somebody who doesn't eat a lot of fish or drink a lot of milk, you may want to think about getting your iodine somewhere else. But once again, don't listen to me on the podcast of the radio. Listen to your doctor. They're much more smarter than I am. So there's the show for today, Thursday, January 26th, 2023. Of course, I welcome your comments and feedbacks. You can email me. Feedbacks? How about just feedback? You can email me at cmalone, C-M-A-L-O-N-E, at odyssey.com. That's spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 